You're listening to a 58 Ember production. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Completely Fucking Clueless podcast. My name is Sarah Alice Liddy, and I use she, her pronouns. And as you can see, I'm all by my lonesome today, which is really freaking crazy. Honestly, you guys, it's taken me like a second to settle in right now to the fact that I'm doing an episode all by myself. This really brings me back to being in my car in college. And I had started watching like vlogs and listening to podcasts in college. And I would pretend to like vlog and podcast in my car by myself. I still do it and like talk to myself. Sometimes I'll like practice for the podcast if I'm like driving in to record with Audrey or even a guest. I'll like start to talk out how I think things are going to go. And sometimes I'll come up with jokes and be like, I got to stick that in there. But yeah, welcome to my solo episode. You guys are in my bedroom. We're in a little corner. I wish I could show you guys the mess that is behind me right now, but I'm sure to put it on social media later so you guys can see it. But yeah, it is what's today, September 30th. Tomorrow is October. This should be coming out sometime in October. But I wanted to sit down with you guys and talk about my career life and job. I've talked about it a couple of times on the podcast, but I feel like a solo episode for me would be great talking about job, career, my career change, what I'm doing now, and kind of giving you guys like an in-depth look at the last couple years of my life post-grad when it comes to my career. I have kept like some things like private, especially lately with just like names of where I'm working and exact details because it is social media and I don't want to like blur the lines anywhere you know I have I'm working for a client and I don't want to overstep any boundaries so I am gonna continue to try and just make sure I'm being mindful about what I'm sharing and how I'm sharing it but let's go all the way back to graduation So at the time graduation happened, which was May of 2021, I had sort of been up in the air a little bit about what I wanted to do post-grad. So if you've listened to the podcast before, back in the fall of 2019, I ended up leaving school because I was going through a really hard time and I was going through a bad depressive episode and I had always been a very anxious kid. So to go from like always being very high energy to literally not being able to get out of bed was a very big shock for me. I will never forget like the day I ended up going home and I broke down to my voice teacher because my voice lessons like were the most important thing to me in college. And so the fact that I couldn't even get myself to do that work was really like alarming and scary for me. And I just like went to her office and started hysterically crying and was like, I don't know why I don't want to get out of bed or do anything. And, you know, she was the one that like encouraged me to call my parents and I was on a flight home that day. And I don't know why I went there. This is why I need Audrey because she always knows how to bring me back. But I'm just going to keep going. Um, And so, yeah, I went home that day because I was really struggling. And then when I came back to school in February, yes, in February, six weeks later, the pandemic happened. So the last two years of my school experience 
were not the best mentally and honestly physically because of the pandemic and trying to go to school, a theater program in the pandemic. It was awful. And unfortunately, how the cards laid out was I had not been in a musical or a show or a play, anything except for like showcases at school. But I wasn't really a huge part of them. Um, I wasn't in any in a show until the end of my senior year that last spring semester and because of COVID we had to pre-record everything and when we recorded it uh, we had to wear these terrible plastic masks it was awful and lip sync so I don't even really call that a real theater <laughs> experience in my opinion um, so I feel like those last two years just really kind of changed my perspective on like the theater career um, I also think in those last two years of school, I really recognized how much like my physical appearance would affect my casting. And that was a really hard realization because up until that point, you know, I'd always been like a mid-sized girly. And, you know, when I got depressed, I started gaining weight and um, I-, I didn't realize how much it was going to affect things until those last couple of years and then especially once I got out of school and so graduation hit I went right to Indiana to do a performing um, gig I was at Wagon Wheel and I performed in four shows that was the first time since high school I had performed on stage in a musical like without any pandemic stuff Um, which is crazy because I will never forget my last um my last show at school I was in anything goes I was Reno Sweeney and I actually had broken my elbow because I was tap dancing out in the freaking hallways and I did a pullback and my tap slipped and I landed on my elbow lol do not do that um and I remember that show saying to myself like every single show there were four shows that weekend I was like cherish this because after this nothing is guaranteed and truly like that was the truth because I went on to not because I took a gap year not perform in a musical for five years um and then when I went to wagon wheel you know I was still recovering you know mentally and everything so I was just so diligent about the job and I really didn't acclimate socially uh you know Indiana is not the place for me. It was very like not the environment for me. And so while I had a great time creatively, I think everything else was like, like the balance was so uneven. It was like a hundred percent on my job and everything else was at zero. So then I came back to where I live in Westchester after wagon wheel. And I moved back in to my childhood home. I'm very lucky that I live very close to the city and that my parents were willing to have me come back home. And you know, I didn't, I didn't know what I wanted. Um, like not unfortunately, fortunately, I feel like a lot of things ended up just kind of falling in my lap and falling together. So after I come back, my friend, she tells me that somebody on her block is looking for a nanny. Um, and would I be interested in that? And honestly, I kind of hopped right on it because my other plan was to go to Lululemon like every other music theater major. And with nannying, you know, taxes don't come out. You make a little bit more money. So I was like, why not? And honestly, looking, I've said this honestly multiple times at this point, but I was really embarrassed to be a nanny at first 
Um, but now reflecting on it, it gave me so much time to sort of figure things out and work on this podcast with Audrey. So I am very grateful for, for that experience. And to anybody who's in the theater major listening to this, trying to figure out side hustles, I highly recommend The Nanny Life. I think it is a great one. I know a lot of people do it. It pays well. You get days off when the kids have them sometimes. At least I did. Um, and I really enjoyed the kids that I babysat. They were wonderful. And the family was so wonderful. Do I need to bleep that? No. Okay. You can cut that out, Audrey. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I got that job pretty quickly after getting back from Wagon Wheel. And then Audrey and I started working on this podcast pretty quickly after I got back because I had messaged her one of those last couple of weeks I was there and I was like what do you think about starting a podcast together and so that was really nice because you know we had this creative thing that was ours or just something that was ours and that we were in control of because I think when you graduate and you're post-grad everything just feels so uncertain and so out of your control that when you have something in your control or in your grasp it like kind of calms you down and so we really got to use this podcast as a way to kind of keep ourselves moving and working towards something even though we were both at this point in our lives where we were like what the fuck are we doing um so yes babysitting podcasting slowly building up to those things honestly I'm going to be honest, those first six months after school, like and after getting back from Indiana, so it's like September 2021, were pretty slow. And I don't regret taking them slowly. I think I was massively burnt out from school, like massively. And the thing is, is that's why I had that depressive episode in 2019 anyway, but I didn't really get to fully, fully heal because I just had to keep going. And I remember my voice teacher would always tell me, Sarah, like when you get out of school, things are going to be a lot better for you. <laughs> like I, I I can tell like you're gonna be better and honestly she was completely right like once I adjusted being post-grad has been a good thing for me you know I've kind of always been a perfectionist and I had some learning disabilities growing up and I think because of those I always wanted to do really well in school because everybody around me was and so I really worked and pushed myself so hard in school throughout all my education because I just wanted these amazing grades and to prove myself and to like you know have this accomplishment and looking back if I could tell something to my college self is you know work hard hard work will always get you places but also give yourself some slack sometimes my brother Aiden my youngest brother he's just like me and I look at him now and I try and tell him like I know this is so important to you and I'm glad it's important to you it should be but don't forget that you're also a college student because gosh, do I miss like the freedom and the lack of responsibilities. It's like being an adult for freaking fun. Like you get all the pros of being an adult and not, and not a lot of the cons. So I think that's something I would tell like my college self is like work hard, but like not to the point where you're giving yourselves anxiety attacks all the freaking time. Anyways, so yeah, those first six months nannying, working on the podcast, and I was lightly auditioning in my guest room over there. I had set up this like little mini studio, and honestly, I just did not feel motivated at all to audition. Like, I would find things and was like, oh my God, I can't believe I have to do this. And I remember at school, 
my freshman year, I had seen somebody post an Instagram story. She was out of college at this point and she was waiting on a line to audition at 5 a.m. in the morning. And I remember that was the first time where I was like, is this lifestyle for me? Like, will I want to wake up at 3 a.m. in the morning to get on a 5 a.m. line to wait all day to audition? And I re- and I always remember like questioning that throughout school. Um, and so, yeah. And I think the hard thing about the whole self-tape thing is it's all self-motivated. It's exactly what I'm going through right now with like working from home a majority of the time is that you have to self-motivate yourself to do the morning routines, to do the audition, to do X, Y, Z. And that can be really freaking hard sometimes, especially like when we grow up going to school and everything really being routined and structured out for us. So I really struggled with that and I wasn't enjoying the auditions. I just felt like I just I didn't feel good about it and then my last straw came I think when in November of 2021 I went to a very popular place to do a showcase in the city I won't name names but you may be able to piece it together and first of all I will say on my part I wasn't really prepared because again I was not really participating and wanting to participate Two, my voice was having a really off off weekend. I swear to God, I had never cracked that many times in my entire life. But I was just having an off weekend with that. And then number two, one of the, I I was going to say faculty members, but it's not a faculty member. It's one of the workers of this program's showcase event. You know, after one of the casting directors and just feeling really down that weekend, I went and excused myself and had myself a little cry in the corner. And, you know, she came over because she saw that I was crying and, you know, sort of went being like, how can I talk you off the ledge sort of type. And something that I had said that weekend, like at the beginning was like, Oh, like I, I consider myself to be a strong woman. And she said to me while I was sitting there, she was like, so funny how you came into this weekend saying you're such a strong woman. Like, look at you now. And, uh, like I, I was shocked. It still shocks me. Like it's still painful that, somebody like said that to me and and made me feel that way and I remember after she said that to me I was like fuck no this is not the place for me I'm not doing the showcase and I left um and honestly I'm really proud of myself for sticking to that because I chose myself and my emotional safety over my career and I feel like that was like the first time I really chose myself over going after my big theater dreams Um, And then after that, a couple months later, I officially was like told everybody in my life, hey, I am taking this like indefinite break from theater. It's not making me happy and I cannot force and push myself to do it any longer. And I'm really happy I did make that decision because it was really sad for me to feel these really, really negative feelings towards something I had always loved. Theater, singing, it was always my escape. It always made me feel good. And the fact that every time I was doing it, it wasn't making me feel good was just like the biggest like red alarm flashing at me that I needed a change. And so in December, I mean not in December, in February, because the podcast was coming out in a month, you know, I was still nannying. I was really starting to put myself into this social media world. I was like, we're taking a break. Um, 
And so from February of 2022 to September of 2022, a lot of what I was doing was nannying. The podcast launched and Audrey and I, if you know, when we first launched, we were full force on freaking TikTok and we did so much content creation. And then I started doing it more and more for myself. Um, I actually, if you guys go on TikTok, if you look at look up at Sal the Theater Gal, that was my first ever TikTok I made. I actually swore off TikTok when it first, like everyone was getting on it during the pandemic because I was still like feeling mentally unwell I was like so obsessed with Instagram at the time I was like I cannot get on another app like this cannot happen looking at the time guys um I was like this cannot happen I cannot go on another app so I didn't get on TikTok until November 2021 and I got on it because I honestly I saw a lot of my friends in this business you know putting themselves out there on social media and amazing things coming from it Sorry, Audrey, we got to cut that one out. <laughs> I ate a sandwich for lunch and it's making me burpy. Okay. Yeah, I saw so many people that I knew getting a lot of success from posting themselves on TikTok. So I was like, why not try it? At first with Sal the Theater Gal, I was posting a lot about being a plus mid-sized girl in theater. Um, and then I pivoted from that when I was like, I'm taking this break from theater because honestly, it was just like too much and honestly, very cringy. I look back and I'm like, Whoa. Oh, no. Um, but you got to start somewhere, right? And then, you know, with the podcast, Audrey and I start posting a lot. I make my own account for Sarah Alice Liddy and I start, you know, trying to post on there a little bit. I was honestly more like focused on the podcast because that's just where my brain was at that time. And then in the spring of 2022, I got reached out to by a um, UGC agency or by like a media agency probably um, it was called darkroom agency and the first email that they sent me was to do a UGC video for a blue light glasses company I'm blanking on the name of the glasses company but I do remember my favorite YouTuber in my freshman year of college, which is when I really got into the whole like watching vloggers and YouTubers was Maggie McDonald she's still one of my favorite influencers and she it's called Felix Gray. It might be called Felix Gray. Um, she did a she did ads for this company for this blue light glasses company. So when this agency was reaching out to me wanting me to do G UGC for this, which if you don't know what UGC means, it's user generated content. Um, when this brand wanted me to do UGC content for them, I was like, oh, my God, I made it. Um, I was so excited. I actually saw the video. I'll try and put that on the Instagram, too. Um, of when I found out like or when I got that email I was so excited um, and uh, it ended up not working out for that brand but Darkroom did reach out to me again and my first brand deal UGC brand deal that I did with them was for Feed which is a purse brand and from there I ended up doing I want to say somewhere between like seven to ten UGC deals with Darkroom and honestly it was a great way to make some extra money because every like for one video it was somewhere between like 350 to 400 dollars which is not cheap at all um, especially because my babysitting money wasn't giving me a lot 
Um, you know, and I didn't have like, I'm not, I wasn't a content creator in the fact that I had like a big following and I had influence, but I, I feel like I was pretty good at making videos and I was happy that they recognized that. And I feel like the opportunities that Darkroom gave me really allowed me to start knowing how to create for brands and knowing how to create just like beyond me beyond the podcast it was really cool um Olivia helped me all the time with those and so grateful for them because yeah I was really enjoying it and I was really proud of myself for you know stepping into something new and starting to see some traction and momentum and then in September of 2022, I came on this very podcast and I, for the first time, said that I was interested in maybe doing something in social media and going into that. And somebody who is a friend from Elon, who also listens to the podcast, hi Liv, if you're listening to this, she works at a marketing agency as a recruiter. And she was like, hey, I heard what you said on the podcast. Like, why don't you try interviewing for the media agency that I work at, the marketing I think they're a marketing agency, not a media, a market, the marketing agency I work at. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Like, why the fuck not? I have nothing to lose here. And so I interviewed. And at first I interviewed for an internship in, um, influencer marketing and then they were like hey you have like a lot of social media skills why don't you interview with the social media team I interviewed with my then boss um and I got the internship and that was a really great moment because it, again it felt like a step forward so a piece of advice I'm gonna stop and give right here is like do your best to try and recognize every step forward that you're taking post-grad, even if it's something small like, hey, I just got this UGC deal. Step forward. Hey, I got my first internship. Step forward. Hey, I got my first job. And like maybe it's a, it's probably not the job that I see myself in forever, but it's like a step, you know, and I think recognizing those steps makes you realize like, okay, like I am building a life for myself. I'm doing something for myself. I'm putting my best foot forward and things are happening. Sure. It may not be like my dream, my absolute dream, but things are happening to get me to that point. And so I was at that internship for, I think like eight months. Yeah. October, November, December, February, March, April, May. Yeah. Eight months. Wow. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. I was there for eight months and I was part-time. Um, I did it with nannying for a couple months and then it just became too much. So I let nannying go and I was working with, um, the marketing agency for three days a week. And honestly, guys, it was a life. Was I making a ton of money? No, but it was nice because the job was pretty easy it gave me a lot of time to learn how to create short form video because especially toward like the second half of it, like the first three months, like I was kind of doing things all over the place. And then the agency got an account that needed to make a, for us to make short form videos. And I was making short form videos for Amazon Prime's platform called Culture Rated. I did some stuff for Swarm, some stuff for jury duty and like other things for them. And so it was like my first taste of like what I'm kind of doing right now. And I realized that I really like making these short form videos. Like I, le I learned CapCut in out front back like I know everything about CapCut and how to make a video look really good just by using CapCut um, because Final Cut Pro and like Adobe and all those things are just like really confusing to me like 
CapCut. I love her. I love, yes. Sorry, guys. I was looking at the time again. I love CapCut, and it really just makes it so easy. So that's something I would recommend. If you're somebody that wants to get into content creation, use CapCut, the phone app and the computer app. Both are amazing. Um, and I think, you know, that was like my first like corporate job. You know, I've always just worked theater jobs at that point. So it gave me my first like look into how to use Slack, how to communicate in this corporate world, like how to show up to this corporate world. Um, and I can be honest with you guys, like I had one time where I got pulled into my boss's office because I was like so funny now that I look back on it but like I was kind of trying to make my own schedule and I was kind of being like oh like yeah like oh can we move this date around because I'm gonna podcast on this day and my boss is like totally understand but like you know this is has to be like your priority it's your job so that's I kind of learned from there like okay like this isn't nannying or babysitting anymore where I can be like hey I have a conflict on this day like da 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 like I need to take this seriously and like work the podcast in my other things around these three days yeah so I think my first internship was a really great experience for me because it gave me a lot of learning lessons and really gave me what I like the foundations to what I think is making me like even more successful at the job I have currently. So basically in my last like couple months at my internship at my old marketing agency my boss was sort of like hey like we want you to come on full-time like here's an offer what do you think like it's time to either go full-time or like leave and as much as like it was a pretty great first job like everyone was nice to me you know things were pretty good it's just like wasn't what I wanted to be doing and I knew that going into it full-time it wasn't what I wanted to really be doing there was also some things I just didn't love about the job itself like this is really maybe stupid but nothing is stupid um the hours were for were from 10 to 7 and I really disliked that sure it's maybe nice to get some extra sleep in the morning but I honestly rather wake up and then my day end with everybody else around like 5 five thirty six. but at this old place it would end at seven and especially in the winter I just felt like I like I hold on I have to burp again Audrey <laughs> this is I should have taken an acid pill what the fork um um okay mind okay yes so the hours of my old internship were from 10 to 7 and this may seem really silly but it kind of bothered me because even though it was nice to get some extra sleep in the morning everybody else got off of work two hours to an hour before me and then also in the winter it would get dark at literally 4 30 and then you still have two and a half hours of work left like it was just like not the vibe and and see like and that's why these steps and these first jobs are good because you can realize what you like and what you don't like and what you need more of and hey like this is I like this world but maybe this particular job is like not for me and that's kind of how I felt about my internship so in May I was sort of starting to search around on LinkedIn and everything trying to find something new and then again through somebody that I knew um he is one of Oh, that was weird. 
Um, again, through somebody I knew, he not knew, I don't know, sorry, cut that. <laughs> um, through somebody I know, uh, oh my God, why is this not coming out of my mouth? Sorry, Audrey. Um, through somebody I know, my friend's boyfriend, his name is Nick. Hey, Nick, if you're listening to this, shout out to you. Um, we went out for a friend's birthday brunch and we kind of got talking into social media things. And he worked at the current media agency I'm at. I work at VaynerMedia. If you would like to know, that is where I work. Um, and he worked at VaynerMedia at the time and for a while. And he was like, hey, like we have this thing called a residency. And I think you would be really good for it and honestly after that first discussion we didn't talk about it much and then he texted me um a couple weeks before it started and was like hey if you still want to do this like you got to get going on it and so I was like you know what why the fuck not I applied and I did the interview process and they also had like a little assignment for you and through the interviews I just felt like this place was going to be good because all the people I were talking to was talking to were amazing and I felt like our conversation flowed and that they understood me and like it, it, it just felt like a really good energy and then 20 minutes after my final interview I got a call from the recruiter saying I had gotten the internship well residency and that started this summer. And from June to end of August, I was a resident at VaynerMedia, creator resident. And if you're curious, like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, what's a resident? Basically, I was working full time. I was working nine to six every day. And I was learning. You, like the, Because it's a residency, it's like it's not like you are just an employee. At least with Vayner, you are learning about their strategies their skills marketing even like simple things you guys about like how to write a professional email how do you slack like all of these things and it's so funny because I was like wow I really wish I could have had this in my last job like this was just a review for me but I feel like it was so great for all the kids that are just coming out of college like there were so many things about just how to live and breathe and act in a corporate environment um, but we were taking those first three weeks were pretty intense with lessons like they were every day we weren't creators weren't on any brands whatsoever um, so train of thought so we took a lot of lessons in those first three weeks and it almost felt like school again it was like being paid to learn which was pretty cool and then at the end of June going into July we got the creator um, residents got put on brands and brands are you know the media agency represents different brands for marketing advertising social media all of that and at first I was put on the Zappos team and then I was shortly there after words I was shortly thereafter moved to coach and like if I could have told you guys should I grab my first ever coach bag hold on let me grab it let me grab it I have my first ever coach bag which actually was my first ever designer piece ever I was in middle school and my mom took me to the coach store um on fifth avenue and because you know coach was so big when like when I was in middle school which was like 2010s getting into the teens and everybody had like coach wristlets and things like that and all I wanted was a coach bag 
and I got this one. This Coach Poppy, isn't she so cute? And honestly, she is in mint condition. Like, I'm like, did I use her or just look at it? Um, but I've kept it ever since because I was like, when I have a kid one day, I want to be able to give this to them. And so it was really cool being put on the coach team because I was like, oh my goodness, like, I've loved this brand for a really long time and th this feels like up my alley. And so, yeah, basically through the residency, you know, I could, we continued on in July and August still doing lessons and learning things about social media strategy, um, marketing, all these things, um, while also working on the brand that we were assigned to which for me was coach and basically like a normal week in the life of what it looks like to work on the coach team in what I can say um which it still pretty much looks that way now as well just with a couple extra added responsibilities was on Friday we do a brief um that tells us like some things that we need to know for the upcoming week of creating content and then on Monday afternoon, we go to the coach team with our content deliverable ideas. We have a, num a certain number of like videos or Instagram photos or stories or threads, etc. that we are required to make a week. For me, it's usually around like four TikTok videos and two threads and maybe an Instagram story or two. Um, and on Monday, you present those ideas and you get them approved. And then on Tuesday, we have a shoot in a coach store somewhere around the city. And that's where we capture all of our content. And it's so much fun, like playing around with person, like designer bags, not playing around, but you guys know what I mean, like creating content with these beautiful bags and accessories. And we get to work with some of the store associates. Like if you guys, I believe his name is Brendan. I'm, I'm. I'm almost like a thousand percent sure his name is Brandon, but he has a coach TikTok and he like will show you guys like the different coach bags and all that stuff. We get to work with people who do that in like the New York area um, and create content. Um, so that's Tuesdays capturing all the content. And then Wednesday, Thursday are like editing days. Um, now I have the added responsibility of also like posting what I'm making onto the different social um, platforms and like commenting back to people and stuff like that. And then on Thursday afternoon, we present our content to the team. We make any internal revisions that we need to do. And then the um, in-house social media team at Coach gets to see it. So it is so freaking cool that this is my job and I'm really enjoying it. And it's just like such a cool way to entertain and perform and I feel like I'm learning a lot because you know I didn't get my education in this so while there are things that I think from you know my theater education that make me really good at this job I'm also still learning which is an amazing thing and yeah at the end of August I was asked to come on full-time which I was like really hoping was going to happen because not only did, uh, did I really like the job, I also really liked the people and the environment, which is so important. Like, I feel like in my first internship, and it may have been because I was like, this was my first corporate job, like imposter syndrome. I was very quiet, which is not very much like me. Um, and so I think from that, I learned like whatever job is next for me, like I got to let the imposter syndrome go, the shyness go, like whatever feelings I'm feelings go and just put myself out there, network, 
get to know people because then it's going to be a better experience working, you know? And I definitely did that. And I feel like I've reaped the benefits of that. And I would suggest that to you. Like, I know it can be so uncomfortable to (laughs) talk to new people and especially in this like work environment where it's, you know, there are boundaries. Um, but I would try your best to network and get to know people in your company because it really does make it so much better. Like (laughs) Vayner has given me my frick. I call her my work bestie, Juliana, if you're listening to this. Um, But like, you know, she was somebody that I really connected with in the residency. And I'm like, cool. Like this is like the first real friend I feel like I've made as an adult, you know, and and that's something I've wanted. So it's, it's been really, really cool. And now I've been full time for a month and I'm really loving it. Um, But that is kind of how I got here. I'm not sure if that gave any advice whatsoever to how to get here. But I think I wanted to tell this story full out and fleshed out because on my TikTok, I post a lot about being a podcaster and I call her, I call her, I call my job corporate content creator girly. And a lot of people have questions about like how I got here. And my answer is through not knowing what the fuck I wanted to do with my life by being uncertain and not knowing and sort of just kind of trusting the things I was feeling and continuing to move forward, continuing to reach out to people, I have gotten to where I am. I would say if somebody were to come to me and be like, how do I get there? Like, tell me something like use people that you know, not like, you know, use them, but talk to people that you know talk to your network reach out to somebody that went to the same school as you who was in your desired field my dad has always taught me the importance of networking and if you guys watched his episode you can see all the advice he gives on it um but I've really learned that it is so freaking important because both of my jobs now have been from people who I know um So it definitely is very helpful. But in other terms, like, or other advice, I guess, like, you know, honing in on your content creation skills, like, I definitely think, and maybe this is just my opinion, but I think I am a good creator. And it's really easy for me to be on camera. It's really easy for me to speak to the camera, all these things, because I practice it on my own all the time and I I think it makes your content better you know even like going on social media and on social media yes going on TikTok and you know looking at different people like social media strategist videos and kind of starting to learn what they're talking about in those things uh start reading like newsletters around social media um those are some things that I would suggest you know get to know real CapCut really well or um, what's the other one called? Adobe Premiere or Final Cut Pro. Get to know those things. Hone in on your craft. Um, and and I think those things will come to you. Um, you kind of just have to put yourself out there, which is really freaking scary. But I can say it definitely does reap the benefits in the end um, because – if you had asked me post like literally a day after graduating, if I would be at this point and this is what I would be doing, I would have been like, no, but here I am. And, you know, who knows what's going to happen in the future, but I'm just really happy with where I've gotten to myself, where I've gotten myself to at this point. And honestly, recording this episode has made me realize like, wow, girl, you got to be proud of yourself. Like you really did that. So, um, you know, if you're struggling right now, post-grad with finding a job and everything you know I encourage you to be patient 
to recognize when you're taking step forward, steps forward, even if they are small. Um, honestly, small steps are really what get you to the point where you want to be. And then you look back and you're like, oh, my God, all those small steps really got me here. So it is sometimes just patience and taking one step at a time, you know, honing in on those skills, network, network, network. And yeah. Okay, guys, though, before I do go and leave you, I wanted to share a clueless moment of the week because Audrey and I were supposed to record an episode today, just us and do an interview. But unfortunately, she's not feeling well. Honestly, like nobody is feeling well right now. It's kind of crazy out there. Um, so stay well, <laughs> everybody stay well, but I did want to share a clueless moment because it's something I've been thinking so much about lately and it honestly has to do with my job. So it's perfect. Clueless moment of the week. <laughs> I love our little jingles. So lately, like my clueless moment is just surrounding my job in general. When I decided to go full time, I, you know, obviously I was very excited to get an offer, like a lot more money than I was making, you know, benefits, things like that. But a part of me was like, holy shit, is this the rest of my life? Like you start having this crisis, like, oh my God, like what? I, change has always been pretty hard for me. So when this change came, like honestly for like two or three weeks, I was like, I hate my job. And I didn't really, um, I think it was just like this change and this feeling of like, is my entire life going to change? Am I going to like this life? Like, what am I doing? Like, is this a good choice? Um, and it is. Honestly, in the last couple of weeks, thanks thanks to therapy and time and space, like, I've realized that I was just going through a change and I was reacting poorly to it because that's what I do. Toxic trait. Um, but I think that was confusing for me. It was a clueless moment. It was like, oh my goodness, like this amazing thing has just happened to me. Why do I feel these weird feelings about it? Um, and I think something else I'm feeling really clueless about is most of the time I'm working from home. Now, I have the option to go into our office as much or as little as I would like, which is incredible because on the days where I do want to get out, like, I can go to the office. However, I'm still living at home and it is sort of an extra trek to get to the office. I have four days a week, two days every other week where I have to be, I'm required to be there. And of course I go those days, but usually, which is like 90% of the month, I'm working from home. And something that I kind of started doing at the end of August that has come all the way through this September is I literally roll out of the bed in the morning, put something on and start working. And so I have no morning routine and this month, like my mood has kind of just been bleh. That's how I described it to my therapist. I was like, bleh. And I think it's bleh because of this like sort of routine I've built for myself around like literally just like, sorry guys, so many burps this episode. <laughs> oh my God. I'm a mess. Um, uh, <laughs> stop laughing. Audrey I hope this is cracking you up anyways um you know I've built this routine of just like going to sleep like pretty late and then rolling out of my bed last second to do my work and I haven't been loving this um and honestly I feel like I've been very resistant to change it but I was researching who we were supposed to interview um today her name's Emily Billings and she has given me a new outlook 
on this plus my therapist um, to kind of get myself out of this clueless moment of like, I'm not feeling good. Like I need to do something about it, but I'm not doing something about it. And it's kind of what I talked about in career life, which is funny that I, I think I have trouble doing what I've done with like podcast and career in my personal life, which is just taking one step at a time, small changes every day to make, to make the life that you want. Um, and I know for me, like when I was nannying, I think the best thing that nannying gave me was I had to be at the kid's house at 730. So your girl had to be up and at him early. And it made my day so much longer. It made my sleep schedule a lot more consistent. And I want to give that to myself again. Like I want to be able to wake up uh, like an hour and a half to two hours before work and, you know, get some movement in or sit and watch something with my cup of coffee and not feel like I'm literally going from like fast asleep to working, working, working. And so for October, my like small steps goal is just to take small steps every day to start building in that morning routine so I can like work myself out of this cluelessness of like feeling not great about my morning routine, feeling very low energy, feeling like every day is like bleh, bleh. But I wanted to share this because I was talking with my therapist and sometimes with my all or nothing thinking, I think like I am the only person that is doing this. That is like literally waking up 10 minutes before their first, like they should be logged on and going to work. When in reality, so many people my age and above and below do this as well. And so I just wanted to like say to you guys, like if you were from home a lot and you're struggling with it, I'm struggling with it. Um, you're not alone in that. And as much as like, you know, I do like working in an office as well. It's important for social connection. Working from home is really for me, I think. And for a lot of people really beneficial because in between meetings, you can switch the laundry. I know for me, it's really helpful with the podcast because once I log off at six, like I don't have to commute an hour home. Like I can go right into doing the work I need to do, which makes it end earlier, which means I can like have more free time for myself. So this rant being said, um, I'm going to try and keep you guys updated on clearing up my cluelessness around like my routines and stuff when it comes to, you know, my new work life and my new job and, you know, trying to make sure that I'm taking care of myself. I said this a couple episodes ago, but something I'm, I, I kind of still been avoiding, but I want to do this like school year. I'm looking at more at a school year than just like the rest of 2023, but like, um, I want more time, but I, I really want to start taking care of myself and start giving myself the care that I deserve. And this is something I've oddly struggled with for a while and don't really know why. Hashtag clueless moment. But um, it's definitely something that and just listening to Emily's content um, in preparation for the interview that will come. Don't worry, um, because I feel like she's going to give such great insight on on this sort of stuff about taking small steps to be the person you want to be to take care of yourself etc okay you guys I think I have ranted far too long I really hope my years of practicing podcasting in my car um, has been of service here this has been really such a cool 
experience to do a solo episode is also weird because I'm just so used to Audrey being here and she worries about certain technical things that I don't worry about. Um, but I really do hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Audrey and I are definitely trying to give you guys more variety of episodes and also, you know, include more solo moments of us so you guys can get to know us a little bit more. I know there's some other topics like, for example, I just watched Alex Earl's episode of Hot Mess um, and I kind of had a crazy sorority recruitment process too. So part of me was like, oh, should I do a solo episode on that? Um, something else that I would really like to do a solo episode on but not yet um is sort of like my endocrinology journey my weight journey um as you guys know I shared a couple weeks ago that I'm back on a semi-glutide um but I need uh, I need a lot more time to sort of feel how I'm feeling about it the second time around um so eventually I feel like that one would be cool but yeah I think it's really cool that you guys get to like get to know us a little bit more personally and yeah so if you guys like today's episode please do not forget to rate review subscribe follow even like dm us and tell us what you thought about the episode tell us if you like having solo episodes from us we want to know we want to give you guys the best content and things that you want and like so we're always trying to kind of think of new ways to make you guys engaged and completely fucking clueless um and you can follow us on tiktok and youtube at completely fck ing clueless and you can also follow us on instagram at completely fucking clueless we're so close to 100 subscribers on youtube which i know isn't a lot but like it's still something, right? So please go subscribe to us on there. It would mean so much. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. And if you guys have any questions on what I said today, because I wish I could remember what I've said, but I literally don't, um, please feel free to DM me on my personal account, which is Sarah Alice Liddy or on CFC. I'm happy to do my best in explaining how I got here or any questions around being a corporate content creator girly. Anyways, have an amazing Tuesday, everyone, and have an amazing week. And don't forget to be motherfucking clueless. <laughs> Bye, guys. Oh, gosh, that was a ride in a This has been a 58 Ember production. For more shows, please visit the 58 Ember channel, 58ember.com, or find us at 58 Ember Media on socials.